Hi, everyone. I'm Megan Berg. And I'm Dr. Jeanette Benegas. And we are here to fix SLP. We are discussing the biggest challenges that are currently holding back the field of speech-language pathology. We present the issues with facts and invite you to be part of joining our movement to make things better, one conversation at a time. Let's fix SLP. This is Jeanette. This is our very first bonus episode where we get to highlight state membership associations. Today we have Christina from the Hawaii Speech Language and Hearing Association. She has been kind enough to be the first state membership association to talk with us. We are so thankful that she decided to come on and do this. The views stated today are not reflective of the personal opinion of the guest of this podcast, but instead are representative of the executive board as a whole. We hope you enjoy hearing about Hawaii. Christina, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You're our our first state to go. Um, Why don't you tell us where you're from? Uh, Well, I am from, I live on the big island in Hawaii, um, originally from New York, though, and lived in many different states before. So um, now I am the president of the Hawaii Speech Language Hearing Association, um, and we represent all of the islands here in Hawaii. Great. Um, What area of clinical practice are you in? Oh, I um, spent most of my career um, as a director of rehabilitation in skilled nursing facilities um, here in Hawaii and was on the medical side for a long time. But the last few years, I did make the big jump um, over to private practice um, where I work with children again and um, some adults in the private practice. Um, And I'm also an adjunct instructor for New York University's online program, my alma mater. That's a big big jump. (laughs) Big jump. But you could do it. Everybody could do it. (laughs) Move to private practice. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of continuing education courses. I bet. I'm glad to hear that you did that because a lot of people, especially that was someone like me, I worked in the schools and then found a nursing home that was willing to pay me good money. And and I've talked about it on this podcast before, so I won't go through the whole story now, but really had no business doing what I was doing and really um, very quickly got myself educated. But those first couple weeks were questionable at best. So good for you. So tell us something fun, a fun hobby about yourself before we jump into the questions. Oh, gosh. I mean, well, I live in Hawaii. So, you know, going to the beach and hiking as often as possible are definitely one of my favorite things to do. But I also really like to do home projects. I like like I built a deck in the backyard and just kind of learn new things around the house. (laughs) Good for you. I I build nothing. I I do no home projects. Okay. So you're, you're from Hawaii, or well, you're in Hawaii, president of the Hawaii Speech Language and Hearing Association. Tell me what you love about your state association specifically. Um, you know, it's going to sound cliche because we're from Hawaii, but the aloha of the board and the association, um, really the fact that we still exist with our limited board and our limited pool of volunteers, you know, we're a transient state. We have people coming and going 
all the time. Um, and we've got some really, you know, diehard, dedicated executive board members that are motivated and committed to the association. Um, and I think that is probably what I love about the association the most. Yeah. I might know the answer to your next question, but <laughs> so I'm interested in hearing what you're going to say. Um, what is one area of advocacy that your state has undertaken in previous years that has made a difference for clinicians? Um, well, we in 2019, we got a bill passed um, for licensure uh, for a provisional license for clinical fellows in order to practice in the state. Prior to that, the um, clinical fellows were not licensed, and so they could not work in any settings, basically, that took insurance, um, which was really limited to the clinical fellows to be able to work in Hawaii. And so we had a lot of students that were graduating from the University of Hawaii and leaving the state to go work um, on the mainland because they couldn't work in settings that they wanted to start their careers in. Um, so in 2019, we got that passed and enacted. I think it didn't enact till 2020, but um, it's going now and, and it's working and it's great. That's amazing. The, um, Pennsylvania had something very similar to a similar problem when I was a faculty uh, um, in Eastern PA and a lot of the students ended up having to do their nine month professional experience in schools, even if they wanted to be medical. And so thankfully Pennsylvania has worked that out now too, but there still are states who don't have that. So as we're talking about advocacy, everybody, if your state doesn't have that, join Pumble, start talking about it and um, you can see how some of the other states got that accomplished. You can get that accomplished for your state too. Absolutely. So That's a great thing to do. So what's something you guys are working on now? Um, well, we have a couple of um, the, you know, goals we certainly want to work on. Um, increasing our social media presence has been one of the things. Um, we have a new um, social media chair and she is amazing. Um, she's certainly getting posts up and, you know, just trying to get um, information and involvement in that area so that we can be able to share information more because we really want to um, work on being a source for the community for information and, you know, the go-to source. So when people have questions, they can come to the state association for answers um, and just educating not only SLPs, but the community, um, the youth, and really let people know what our profession is and that we're here and we're here in Hawaii and that we can help. This is a bit off script, but why don't you tell us those social handles so people know where to follow you? Sure. On Facebook, you can just type in the Hawaii Speech Language Hearing Association. We have a group page there. And on Instagram, you can find us at, at Aloha HSHA 808, 808, sorry, 808. And I think part of this question was how can clinicians support you in this effort? I think just joining following, sharing your content. We say the same thing about our movement, you know, join, share, subscribe to whatever, follow, like, you know, clicking those likes, commenting, bumps the algorithm. So all of those things are a great way to support the Hawaii Speech Language and Hearing Association. Exactly. So what, Thank you. 
Another thing that we are working on is creating um, a practice directory. Um, oftentimes we get inquiries about um, children or adults or anybody who um, either don't know where to go to receive services or they don't qualify in the schools and they want to do a private practice. And we just don't have a compilation of everybody's information about what practices. I know several practices that have just restarted. We're trying to do spotlights on some of these practices on our social media um, to help market that. But we would love to have a directory where if somebody emails us, we can give them a list of practices that are available or taking clients. And so we have created a Google form. We've sent that out and blast emails a few times, but some things that um, would be great is if anybody with anybody willing to fill out and be on our directory to receive referrals or information about your practice to fill out our Google form. So I will get that on our website immediately. By the time you guys hear this, it should be up on our website that you can go to the website to fill out that form. And again, watch your blessed emails from Hasha for opportunities to fill out some information to help us be able to get your information out to the community. That's a great idea. And so it's free to fill out the Google form. Absolutely. included, And people can request it for free, right? Like if someone yes. requests services, you give it to them for free. They don't have to pay for it. Absolutely. So email lists, you guys, are sometimes expensive or you have to pay to be on them. So this free service is a great idea. It's if you have caseload issues, you need to be on this list because in the chance that, you know, someone's reaching out for something that you do at an inpatient rehab or a hospital or a nursing home or a pediatric clinic or, or whatever, um, it's a great way to get your name out there for free. So good for you guys for doing that. That's amazing. Well, we're trying. I my name on a free list. <laughs> we're trying. We do need you guys to give us that information yeah. in order to yeah. create this. <laughs> so again, you know, share people who are doing it, sharing it with your colleagues, just getting it out there, spreading the word on social media. Unless something goes viral is just so hard. So Great. Hopefully we can help you with that. Hopefully people hear this and get their name on your list. Mahalo. What's on the agenda for the future? Um, really increasing, um, again, our our presence in the community. Um, and we also really have aspirations to um, help increase the quality of services that are provided here in Hawaii. As I mentioned, we've got a lot of people coming and going. So students are constantly transitioning between therapists. And, you know, something that I stress to my students um, all the time is not all SLPs are created equal. Mm -hmm. And it really is up to, you know, the clinician to be up to date on practices and that continuing education. And so the way we do want to help with that is by increasing our CEU opportunities um, and just having opportunities to connect our members together so that, you know, we're not alone on your island. There's other um, SLPs and, and people we can network and work with to improve all of our own skills. Um, 
that and um, also trying to get that interstate compact here in Hawaii um, with people coming and going, being able to get licensing a little bit faster will hopefully allow um, us to provide services to the community um, in a more timely manner. So has Hawaii not joined it yet? Is it on the legislation or has it not yet? We had a bill last um last legislative year. Um, and I attended all of the hearings and we um, gave testimony. Um, however, there was some concern by the state board about some of the things in that bill. And so we've met with them and we've tried to alleviate some of those concerns. Um, but as I understand, the legislator who introduced it last year is waiting until the medical compact kind of works some things out. Um, so we're working on contacting legislators now to introduce again this year, um, and hopefully we get that. And if not, that is our main goal for getting it at least in onto the calendar for next year. Okay. So that leads nicely into my next question. How does your association set the agenda for the next year or from year to year? How do you decide what your priorities are going to be? Um, yeah, so we do our uh, strategic planning meeting, right, every three years um, where we kind of go through what we're proud of, some of the opportunities that, you know, we can probably grow in and then really our aspirations. What is it that we really do want to accomplish? And that's over the three years. Um so each year when we have, you know, maybe the change of the new board, we have a transition meeting and we each board chair fills out kind of their goals and objectives for the year. And we try to make it very realistic. What are some of the events or things that you want to try to tackle that you think are really possible to do? Um, and then we discuss it as a board and kind of you know, go through which events we think are realistic and, and that we can get done for the year. Megan and I are huge fans of people joining their state associations. It's where a lot of advocacy at the state level can get done. We're really encouraging people to think about joining their state. So if someone wants to join your association, what can they expect as a member of the Hawaii Speech, Language and Hearing Association? That's a great question. I think our members always have that same question. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are kind of, what do I get out of it? Um, we are doing much better at providing CEUs and really at a, a nice discounted price um, and a lot of free opportunities for our SLPs. Again, that networking, um, working on trying to have more social events between the islands. So, you know, each island can get to know each other and really creating a member space. Um, but mostly what I can promise you guys are going to get is a dedicated board that is going to work on, you know, these actions and goals for our profession. Um, sometimes we need a little bit more help and even just ideas of things that are going on in the community that we can be involved in. Um, but I know for sure that the board will do every effort that we can do for the things that the membership wants. And how can clinicians best communicate their ideas and their concerns to the association? And then once those are received, how does the association handle that? 
Sure. So we have um, a contact us on our website. It's just hsha.org. Um, but the easiest way really will just be to email us at info at hsh.org. Um, the email comes to one spot and we have a designated person who kind of watches that email. Um, right now it's me. So I'll receive your email and then send it over to the correct board member that kind of assist with that. Um, and or then it goes on to the agenda for the board meeting if it's anything that needs to be discussed about um, working on on resolving. So we can't fix all problems and concerns, but we'll certainly address it and we'll discuss it in, in a board meeting. Where can clinicians go to apply to your state association or join? What do they need to do? How much is it? Tell us all about that. Sure. Um, we have a new website at, at hasha.org, so hsha.org. Um, and you can find the links to register and become a member on the homepage, on the join us page, wherever you go, there's usually a link. <laughs> so you can register on the website. Um, we have two types of membership. Um, they are both $50 to join for the full calendar year starting in January. So January to December. Um, our professional membership are going to be the um, state uh, or SLPs and those who practice in our field, as well as clinical fellows who have their master's degree at that point. And then our associate membership um, can be anybody in allied fields that um, are interested in our benefits and students would register as an associate membership as they're working towards their bachelorate degree. Um, right now, it, the registration is open for 2024, so you can register now and it will apply to 2024 and keep you through the year. And reg our registration is open all year. So at any point in the year, you can join to become a member and get all of our great benefits, especially with our convention coming in April. Great. Thanks, Christina. Thank you. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we sign off? Um, well, I guess just reminded me now our um, convention will be April 4th and 5th. We have just sent out the save the date. We've just confirmed some speakers for that. Um, we do have Katie Arnold from Meaningful Speech who will be talking about the gestalt language processing and natural language acquisition, which has been a hot topic for us the last few years, um, as well as Rachel Medell from Talking With Tech, who's going to be giving some speeches on AAC. Um, but this year is going to be our first year back to an in-person convention. Nice. So because of the pandemic, we've been virtual for so long. And obviously we have uh, to take a plane to get to different islands. Sometimes that virtual convention is really helpful for our members. Um, but it will be in person, which is super exciting. And we welcome anybody who wants to come visit Hawaii. It may be a little excuse to jump over for a convention. I mean, maybe Fix SLP should come do a talk. So we have a... <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk <laughs> off air. <laughs> All right, Christina. Well, thank you again so much for being um, brave enough to do this with us as the first state. We so appreciate you. Everybody check our show notes. You can go to fixslp.com and quick click links. We'll have everything that Christina mentioned there in terms of the website and the social handles. Um, so please, please think about joining your state association for 2024. Go to the Pumble channel, 
join your state there so you can start talking about advocacy issues and communicate those with your membership association. So we will see you all for the next bonus episode. And thanks for fixing it. Aloha. Aloha.